Everybody's ego takes a shot on this show. This is Rutledge and Hamilton with Jim Rutledge and Matt Hamilton, presented by Coors Light on 100.5 ESPN. To disregard the kind of talent that this state produces, although not in large numbers, is, is just a historically is a horrible mistake. Uh, and I need to say no more two words than Don Morton. Broadcasting live from the Everlight Solar Studio with Matt Hamilton, here's Jim Rutledge. <laughs> with all due respect, for those of us who don't know the 76-year-old Don Morton, who is the Badger equivalent of referencing Lynn Dickey. He coached the Badgers from 1987 to 1989. And that was Tom Oates you heard earlier today on Wilde and Tausch. And I like a lot of stuff that Tom has done. And Chris, I'm going to upset you, I think, and I have Chris Orr with me. This is Rutledge and Hamilton presented by Coors Light. Alex with Mountains of Blue, you know what to do. And that is crushed to Coors Light. I feel like, and we're going to hear some quotes from Tom Oates, but I feel like what Tom Oates verbalized on Wilde and mm-hmm. Tausch is a little bit of an insight into maybe some of the way that the prior Wisconsin coaching staff thought of, we'll just win, with, like, let's recruit like it's 1995 again, yeah. which is like, we'll recruit Wisconsin, we'll pull a few select kids mm-hmm. outside of Wisconsin, but we'll win by winning our backyard and getting walk-ons and all that sort of stuff. Right. And... I think that that obviously worked for a long time. It didn't mm-hmm. get them the, the all-time the, the goal of the national championship, but I don't think in today's football, if you want to win national championships or at least com- compete for the college football playoffs, you can't have just one state unless that state's like Texas or yeah. Florida. Yeah, and I mentioned Texas because I want to get into this, but Chris, you're from Texas yeah. and you were one of the better Badgers in your era. You mm-hmm. were a leader. You were a, a star player. And you came from Texas, and you understood everything it meant to be a Wisconsin Badger. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. I don't, <clears throat> I don't think you necessarily have to be from Wisconsin in order to be a Badger. I think what being a Badger is about is you put your head down and you work until something changes in front of you. You don't, you don't care about what anybody might think about you. You don't care what people say. I think what what resonated with me was that. As a program, a lot of people looked down on us, and I know that kind of sounds ridiculous maybe to some people out there because we're a Power 5 program, we're in the Big Ten, we've won the Big Ten multiple times, all of that. But at the same time, when you hear a team, when you hear these analysts or whoever talk about the, the Big Ten and the state of the Big Ten, nobody ever mentions us. So I deeply resonated with that. That, that was something that I felt like, struck a chord in my heart, and I was like, oh, yeah, I need to go there. And whoever I'm there with, let's just keep doing this thing, bro. Let's just keep working, and, and we're going to get a change done. But at the same time, how I feel is when they say put a fence around your state, I think every school wants to do that. But I think what that necessarily means is you don't want the top guys leaving your state. Like if I have a top 300 or whatever – uh, offensive lineman, defensive lineman, whatever position they're playing, I don't want them to lead the state of Wisconsin. I want them to come to UW. So I I, I agree with that to a certain extent. But at the same time, it's about getting the best players <laughs> at the end of the day. It's about getting the best players no matter where they come from. I don't think that you're – I don't think you're winning if you don't have somebody from Texas, Florida – on your roster, if, if I'm being completely honest. Well, as I, just off the top of my head, mm-hmm. the greatest Badger of all time, Ron Dane, is from, from, yeah, New Jersey. Well, I think it's kind of dope. Jonathan Taylor, East New Coast Jersey. kid. Well, yeah. I think it's so, kind of dope. That Chris Borland, Ohio. Well, I mm. think it's kind of dope. James White, he played high school ball back where I, when I was down there yep. in Florida, down, that South Florida area. Mm-hmm. And well, and these are just some other players, not on that level. But Antonio Finellis, there is yep. uh, a, a South Florida kid, Aaron mm-hmm. Henry, uh, who are now recruiting. I bring them up. We'll get to them in a minute. But they're recruiting <laughs> for Illinois. But they were here. They're part of you know. They Brett Bielema's brought his own Wisconsin South there, much like yep. Paul Chris had at Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. But a lot of these players, Des Southward, yep, South Florida kid. Uh, South Florida was a hotbed for the Badgers yep. when I was here. Zach Zach Brown, who is an, a running back, who. At any other school, would have been considered yeah. like a really good running back, but he was just he was here with uh, 
Um, I'm going to forget the kid's name, but uh, Corey Clement, another mm. guy. Not yep. a Wisconsin kid. East Coast. P.J. Hill, I believe, was not a Wisconsin kid. So yeah, Russell so Wilson, either. not a Wisconsin kid. Mm. Scott Tolzien was not from Wisconsin. Mm. So, I mean, I, that's just off the top of my head. I'm listing yeah. a bunch of kids. You do need to, obviously, as you talked about, you want to own your state. Yeah. And I think a lot of this is coming up because this year's class, which is a mix, and I'm not saying the other staff didn't do their job, but when you have the other staff and then there's a switchover and then – as a recruit, Chris, I'll just leave it to you. If you had one staff recruiting you and that mm-hmm. changes, no matter how much you love the school, if things are 50-50, you might just lean to the staff that has continuity. Yeah, I'm, I'm not even – I mean, that actually happened to me. So I was originally recruited by uh, Gary Anderson. That was a staff I was recruited by, and he left, honestly, a few weeks before signing day. And when that happened, I was like, oh, man, like, I don't, I don't know if I'm – I don't know if I'm still gonna go to Wisconsin, bro. Like that's a that's a long way from home. Um, I have no idea who they're about to bring in there. Then they brought Coach Christian and a new staff came down to visit me in Texas, and man, they they that felt that felt even more like home. But anyway, <laughs> that's a that's a that's a real thing. That's a that's a real issue. Like I I could only imagine if I was from Wisconsin. I grew up, you know, you know the Wisconsin way. You knew it with. All the way back with Coach Alvarez, your parents probably have been telling you stories from when they were younger. Um, you had Coach Chris, who kind of had ties to the older Wisconsin um, way, and then you get a completely new staff with no ties, no ties to the state, no ties to the program. You're going to lose some. You're going to lose them. You're, right. you're going to lose a good amount. Like that's that's what's going to happen, especially in year one. It's going to happen in year one. They know that Wisconsin's going to look different. You probably thought that you fit the last scheme better. You probably enjoyed the last coaches better, whatever the case was. Year one, that's that's kind of expected. Now, I think that I think that it's a bigger issue if after this year, if you see a steady trend of that. If you see a steady trend of us losing whatever top guys from the state, then I think it becomes an issue. And let's hear more from Tom Oates, who was on uh, Wilde and Tausch earlier today. And some of this, let's be honest, is coming from a, a class this upcoming year where, so Nathan Roy, the number one recruit mm-hmm. in Wisconsin, is going to Minnesota. Yeah, that's tough. Now, Wisconsin is pulling the number one recruit offensive lineman from Minnesota mm-hmm. to Wisconsin, the same class. But Nathan Roy is not from Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. He's from California. He's been here two years. Oh, wow. And P.J. Fleck has been recruiting him from the beginning. Mm-hmm. And I believe that Paul got in a little late, and then obviously Fickle got in late. Mm-hmm. And Roy's dad even went out and said, Fickle was connecting with the coaches, was great with the parents, great with the kid, but he was already there with PJ. He had that relationship, yeah. much like, mm-hmm. you know, I'm sure in Texas people are like, oh, yep. why Chris Orr? You know, they had the yep. coach change and they couldn't get it done. And they, you know, then there's Donovan Harbor who goes to Penn State, and Penn State pulled three kids out of the state. But again, Wisconsin's arriving very late in the process yes. for 2024. A lot of these yes. kids were already committed. Rob mm-hmm. Booker, yes, he flipped, mm-hmm. but. The name and likeness part of it is here. I, I, I'm here for the fact that, yes, four-star kids should not be leaving the state in a perfect mm-hmm. world ever. Right. But I'm going to start counting that for 2025. And that's even yeah. late, Chris, as you talk about recruiting cycles here. Yeah. That's even late. Yeah, that's even late. But I will start with 2025. I'll start freaking out, and the Badgers are doing better at that. Mm-hmm. And so I want to hear more from Tom Oates, and I want to hear what he had to say about Fickle hasn't been able to connect with in-state recruits because I'm curious what he means by not being able to connect. Mm. Fickle has built on that, and for whatever reason, he just hasn't connected with the in-state recruits. Might be because it's his first year and he didn't have uh, a long-standing relationship with many of them. That might be the case. Might be because a couple didn't qualify or didn't want to be here, whatever. But the, but the fact of the matter is they've recruited two of the top 10 or 12 players in the state of Wisconsin, and and that's a really small number. And I think that is a little unfair when you're coming in late. Again, for 2025, I get it, but also let's not forget, and the other reason that Jim Rutledge, Chris Orr, and and Alex Strofe with you, this is Rutledge and Hamilton, we're talking Badger football, is they just landed Badger football, one of the biggest recruits out of the state of Illinois. Yeah. And that's Darian Dupree, a four-star running back, and that is a major get for Wisconsin. That sure. is the type of running back. I mean, he's already got a connection with Braylon Allen. He's at. He's going to be with Iron Jock, the, who Braylon Allen endorses, 
at Summerfest mm. uh, at, a, at a whole one contest they're doing mm. there. So that's a personal connection yeah. that Braylon has brought in. And he's mm-hmm. bringing Dupree and his dad to Iron Jock. And oh, Let's by go. the way, name and likeness matters. And everyone sees how Iron Jock treated our, our friend Braylon Allen. And <laughs> and now Darian Dupree is, yep. is here. And, and Braylon's making that introduction. So yep. money walks uh, and it talks. And mm-hmm. also... Pulling kids, from, in my opinion, I like what Coach Fickle said, and I forgot what his number was, but it was 150 miles or whatever. It's mm-hmm. like, hey, within a radius. But he right. also said, hey, my some of my coaches have connections out in the East Coast. Yep. They have Texas connections. They have Florida yep. connections. Mm-hmm. When Brett Bielema was here and the Badgers were winning, matching the recruiting, that's what they were doing. Yes. He had coaches who had connects yes. in these schools. And I, I've heard uh, Coach Fickle talk about this with – the recruiting for Wisconsin, which Chris, I'll ask you this about, mm-hmm. I think is the right idea that he said, I, I'm assigning coaches to regions, yep. and I want my coaches popping into that high school uh, often, whether they have a recruit or not. Mm-hmm. So they know that in this state, we're not showing up only when you have the star recruit. Mm-hmm. We're there all the time. And that's how you own a state in the long yeah. run. But this isn't the first time this happens. And I think that sometimes, you know, Tom Oates being the, the representation of this, but right. people freak out. Mm-hmm. Gary Anderson wasn't necessarily great at recruiting the state and like lost some parts there. You go all the way back to Don Morton. But in general, Wisconsin has thrived when they pull you know pull the best kids out of the state. But the best players yeah. historically aren't from Wisconsin, especially with the skill positions. If 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 I'm being completely honest, um Coach Coach Anderson's recruits are the winningest class in UW history. I don't think a lot of people know that. This is also the senior class that is the only the only football team to have an undefeated season. Like those were <laughs> the majority of those guys are out of state, out of state guys. You know, it, granted you still have your in-state guys, but I think another thing people are forgetting is that Coach Fickle came from Cincinnati. Like he came from Cincinnati. It's not like he's coming from Purdue or something like that. So he has these Big Ten ties and he's yeah. recruiting these same guys. Like they have no idea who right. he is. Right. He probably didn't go after some of these guys. But he also knows how to win in the Big Ten. Yeah, different true. than a Gary Anderson. True, true. He, I love that Fickle's trying to – I've mm-hmm. said it for years. I wanted Paul to make the adaptation, forget the recruiting side of it, to run Ohio State's offense here. <laughs> I mean, just because – correct me if I'm wrong, Chris, you're the X's and O's guys, but the way I understand it is they still run a power offense. They just run it out of a shotgun, and you're still yeah. – yes, the, it's simplified for the quarterback. Mm-hmm. But you know what? They've turned out – and we'll see what Justin Fields is, but mm-hmm. obviously uh, – was the kid C.J. Stroud. Mm-hmm. So they've turned out back-to-back quarterbacks yeah. in the top ten, which only helps your recruiting. Yeah. So it can't hurt your ability mm-hmm. to play in the NFL that bad. Yeah. Uh, and then you get all the running backs, the offensive mm-hmm. linemen. They turn on offensive linemen on a similar clip to Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. So running an offense that is more pro-style than I think we – than maybe even the Badgers are running towards the end as far as like – I mean, I would say they're probably similar, but mm-hmm. there's a lot of the West Coast still left in the NFL. Yep. But there's a lot of what Ohio State runs in the NFL. Yeah. And I think it appeals to recruits to run that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It definitely appeals to recruits because nobody – well, let me just be completely honest with everybody listening yeah. out there. The best high school football programs that have the best uh, high school football players, they're not running the affirmation. They're not running the wishbone, triple option. Nobody's running that. <laughs> nobody, <laughs> nobody in high school is running that. So when you're getting recruited, I mean, it's it's different for me because I was a defensive guy, so so it's a little different. But from an offensive perspective, if you're getting recruited, you have no idea how you're going to fit in that because you've never seen that. You never ran a route in that formation, whatever the case is. Yeah, at Ohio State, I know, especially uh, early on when they were transitioning from uh, Urban Meyer. Yes, they were still. It's still a power team. It's just from the. It's just from the gun. Like, even if you look at the NFL, like the the Ravens, they were the most efficient offense. Even with Andy Reid and Pat Mahomes at Kansas City, the number one offense were the Baltimore Ravens, and they were the number one offense because they had the number one rushing attack, and they they ran power football using a fullback just from the shotgun. It's it's just from the gun. That's that's all it is. I don't. All you all football is is about manipulating space. That's all it's about. Well, and the reason why I bring that up is that Wisconsin's still going to recruit again. The kid from Minnesota who's coming to Wisconsin said, "I like the way that Wisconsin runs their offense. Mm-hmm. I like that they're still running a power football game. Yeah. That it still is a pro style esque mm-hmm. offense here. Yeah. And that the idea of even the passing game. I mean, Phil Longo saying 
we're going to run it when they try to stop the, mm. the, the pass, and we're going to pass it when they stop try to stop the run, yeah. and we're going to have our guys run open space, mm-hmm. and our quarterbacks just got to be able to recognize where that open space is, be yep. on the same uh, page as the wide receiver. Mm-hmm. Well, that's appealing to the playmakers, but yes. the offensive linemen still can go out there and maul some people yes. and still get their pro you know pass drops in and all mm-hmm. those sorts of things. So I think we're all, or I shouldn't say all, I think some people are necessarily freaking out by – Going back to the past, Don Morton was a long ass time ago. It was a long time. I have no idea who that is. Right, exactly. Thank you. Yeah, I have no idea who that is, and I don't think you should. Yeah, I should. Nineteen eighty-seven and nineteen eighty-nine, he coached the Badgers. Yeah, I have no clue who that is. It was a mistake, but ever since, and oh by the way, Coach Fickle has talked about leaning heavily on talking with Barry Alvarez, mm-hmm. and Chris McIntosh is here. You, I think, Chris McIntosh. And he, he, I asked this question at one of the like out like he was talking at like a an event, and I asked about the name and likeness in the recruiting, and he mm-hmm. said that like the fact that Fickle ideally is not bringing in the portal, he might mm-hmm. have to do it early. That he wants to recruit the state, that mm-hmm. he understands recruiting the Big Ten are all important. They're going to recruit the guys that Wisconsin's been wanting to recruit. It just might not all be kids from Wisconsin. Yeah, and, and that's not a bad thing because again, thing. some of the best Badger players of all time, including probably the greatest Badger of all time, and Ron Dane. Mm. Not from Wisconsin. Yeah. And oh, by the way, let's not forget that you know even Braylon Allen was brought here to be a linebacker for a little bit. So yeah. we haven't always hit even when we brought the guys in. J.J. Watt left the state to yeah. Western Michigan, and then we brought him back. Yeah. So we're not hitting 100% anyways. Recruiting's not a – it's just like the draft. It's not a perfect uh, science here. Yes. And we'll talk more, and I, I want to talk some Badger football today. Uh, you can get into the show, 844-770-3776. Are you worried about Coach Fickle's lack of early re- uh, success in recruiting Wisconsin kids? 844-770-3776. That'll be our first Iron Jock poll question. At Canopy Wealth Management, they take time to truly get to know and understand the dynamics of your values, goals, and plans for your family. No family fits in generic mold, and neither should your financial plan. At Canopy, their clients' financial goals are something they're constantly striving to help reach maximum potential, which is why they work solely in your best interest. You define your goals, and they work towards making them happen with their comprehensive financial planning. Go to Canopy-Wealth.com today to get started with them. That's Canopy-Wealth.com. This is Rutledge Hamilton. You're listening to Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. The mountains are blue, and we can prove it. Follow the show on Twitter at Jim and Matt. I like the idea of this song. Is it Sum 41 that did this? Or who did the remake of Fall Out Boy. Fall Out, same difference. I like Fall Out Boy. I do. I think it's terrific. The problem is the original Billy Joe, We Didn't Start the Fire, takes place in order. Mm. This is all over the place. It is. That's yeah. And that's the yeah. issue I have with it. It's good. But like it's hard for me because in my brain I, I expect everything to go in order. Yeah. And yeah. this is just all over. It's just rhyming things. It's good. Yeah. But it's not like I'm no top tier. I, I do have one other issue with it. Yeah. And I'm sure you know what I'm going to say. No. There's no mention of pandemic in it. Really? I didn't even. I, again, I haven't. I've only heard bits and pieces of it. In I've, this, I've in listened this. to it like a hundred times. I think it's amazing. But I haven't listened to it a hundred times. Uh, they do not mention the pandemic, which is debatably the biggest thing that happened over the course of the last 25 years. Absolutely, because these fires yeah. that are being talked about were often stoked by the pandemic, yeah. and everyone was pushed to the edge and then over it, and then a lot of things went uh, wild. So, this is Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. Jim Rutledge, Chris Orr with you, and we're going to talk about some more Badger football. So, chime in 844-770-3776. Chris, I think it's fair to say you and I are not worried no. about Badger football recruiting the state of Wisconsin Mm-mm. based off of maybe early, like a slow start. We're not mm-hmm. worried. But are you? 844-770-3776. That's also where uh, you can chime in with the at Jim and Matt or at ESPN Madison with our Iron Jock poll question, 844-770-3776. Chris, we've talked about this before, and I wanted to get your thoughts on it. It's trickier than I think people in Wisconsin like to think as mm-hmm. far as recruiting the state. And I'll, I'll add context to it, and you can add more. Mm-hmm. When I was down in Florida and I was covering high school football, mm-hmm. 
I mean, it looked like college football. Yeah. One, I mean, the ball was in the air. Yep. Playmakers are making plays. Yep. It is even uh, backups on those teams mm-hmm. are, are making uh, the the FAUs of the world back then, and yep. in, in, in you know USF and all those mm-hmm. other schools. And those rosters are loaded top to bottom with. Division One talent. Texas yes. is similar. Mm-hmm. In Wisconsin, for the Midwest, I think it's not quite Ohio, but otherwise it's it's probably right there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the Midwest as a whole is not necessarily a hotbed for recruiting football. It's gotten yes. better. And we're not saying, I know Tim and Oregon's chimed in with some names, we're not saying that nobody good right. comes from right. uh, Wisconsin. What mm-hmm. we're saying is that some of the best players in Wisconsin history have come from out of state. Yes, And it just means you can't be afraid of recruiting out-of-state players, but mm-hmm. I wanted to get your opinion, because I know what you're talking about here. I haven't seen kids in Florida. When you've yeah. got, what's the word, iron sharpened iron, yeah. here a lot of times it could be iron cutting through cheese. Yeah, just destroying them. Yeah, the yeah. so this is this is the thing, and a lot of people think it's, a lot of people think that, you know, when I if I talk about Texas football or you talk about Florida football that, you know, you're just blowing smoke up the butt and no, nobody really believes that, and I'm like, bro, I don't think people understand. I'll, I'll just let me, let me just put this out there. From my high school, my own high school, my senior class, we had 17 football players sign Division One NIL uh, NLIs. And that's a letter is, of intent. And for an example, there uh, out of I'm sorry, one team or like the overall? Just my senior class from my high school. Thank you. <laughs> that is for the state of Wisconsin. I think if you went to most high schools, that's their forever record. Yeah, as oh, far yeah. as D1. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. In in my high school career, man, I played against Kyler Murray, Miles Garrett, Solomon Thomas. Like those are just a few names. So I, I have a question <laughs> on that seventeen because that is a uh-huh. mind blowing stat you just threw yeah. at us, right? So we're not talking on your team at one time. We're talking strictly from your graduating class. Strictly from my graduating 17 class. Seventeen Division One football players. Yes. Now, now, how don't many? get me wrong. They're not all power five. No, 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 no. no. I yeah. get that. But I'm curious of those seventeen. How many had stints in the NFL? Now, yours was a year, but mm-hmm. and you count obviously. Yep. But I'm curious how many others had had a short stint at the, at the next level. Four. 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 From your senior class no, no, no. at the same high school. Three from my senior class. That is unbelievable. But if you just take my yeah yeah oh yeah man the, it's, I, I, I it's wonder, crazy. I wonder how many high schools in the state of Wisconsin have three NFL players total. Yeah, it's, it's it's crazy. Well, this, this is the other thing. Like, this is gonna people are gonna get mad, but the football is better because like we have spring ball. Like you're able to actually work on your technique and get better throughout the entire year. Like everything that I was doing as a Wisconsin Badger, I did in high school. I had summer workouts. I had winter conditioning. I had spring ball. I had fall camp and then I had the season. Like it's it's just a cycle. But when you when you when you watch football in Wisconsin, like I remember even going to some games when I was here and it's like you don't necessarily know how good somebody is because it's like, man, you're like, even if you watch Braylon's high school highlight tape, you're like, man, this guy got potential. He's fast. He's big. Like, you could probably use him and mold him. But at the same time, there's there's a there's a few guys like that where it's like, boy, you're just running through everybody. You're bigger than your O-line. You're bigger than the people that are blocking for you. This looks atrocious. That's not, like, that's not good ball. That's not good ball. It's tough to know how somebody is going to be as a player because it's like uh, you don't have to use technique. You were just bigger than everybody, so you can just bulldoze over them. That's easy to that's easy to see. But even oh man, oh this is going to sound bad. Even there were some guys that I played with like at Wisconsin, not necessarily from Wisconsin, but from other states. I guess with high school ball similar, and it's like when you watch their high school tape. We had a few guys. I was like, man, this dude's gonna be like JJ Watt. Like, <laughs> this dude's amazing. This dude's amazing. Nowhere near it. Nowhere near it. And like, that's 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 probably the hardest part. And to put it in terms, I think the regular listener can understand as well. Think of the NFL draft. Mm-hmm. Everyone freaks out, and rightfully so. It's a larger projection. Yep. Going from a non-power five conference to the NFL mm-hmm. than it is from a power five conference to the NFL. Yep. That's part of the concern with Jordan Love. Yep. Tying it to the Packers there. We're not saying it can't happen. Yes. We're just saying it's a harder projection. It's harder yes. to figure out if that guy's going to work, just like with recruiting in the state of Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're not saying, again, some people are chiming in with good players from Wisconsin. We're not saying great players don't come from the state of Wisconsin. Yes, we're that. saying that it's really 
Uh, it's not even like a, a bell curve as far as the talent mm-hmm. in Wisconsin. It's really like a hockey stick where you yes. got maybe four or five guys who can play power five division mm-hmm. con- at football every year. Mm-hmm. And Wisconsin should try to get as many of those four or five guys every year. Yes. And then after that, it's hit or miss. Yeah. It's hit or, it's maybe you missed on a Wisconsin kid, but you got Chris Borland. Mm-hmm. And my point is. And this is starting from Tom Oates, who was on with Wilde and Tausch earlier today, which was a very, I think, old-school way of thinking that Wisconsin's not going to get to where they want to go. And Chris Mm -hmm. McIntosh let Paul Chris go because he didn't think Paul Chris could get the Badgers to a national championship and to uh, the college football playoff regularly. Whether they agree with that or not, that's why he did it. Mm -hmm. Because Paul Chris, by all counts, hardest-working dude and the greatest dude out there. So this mm-hmm. wasn't fired because of any other reason that Mac wants to take this program one level up. Mm-hmm. And I think the idea that just people mentioned Tauscher or Abadaris or Leonard, walk-ons who... Tauscher's been retired from the NFL for a long time. Jim Leonard was coaching this team. Yeah. <laughs> Jared Abadaris has been out of the NFL for a long time. So... I'm not saying you can't ever do it, but mm-hmm. that needs to be like a little cherry on top. Yeah. If you want to compete for national championships. When is the last time the Badgers won a Big Ten title? Two thousand twelve. Thank you. Two thousand twelve. What year is it? Twenty three. Yes. <laughs> like Where? he doesn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> but that's my you gotta say it out loud. Just hyping him up. Chris, you're allowed to laugh out loud. Oh, him the- yeah. But like <laughs> You got to say it out loud. It is the year of our Lord, 2023, and it was 2012, <laughs> the last time the Badgers won a Big Ten title. Jimmy, oh, I'm, yeah. I'm back here doing my, my social media work, as I do during the show, yeah. and I just want to point out what you just tweeted. Uh, so our Iron Jock <laughs> Paul, you tweeted a Snoop Dogg, Dogg gif Love that Snoop. said, no prob fizzle. Or what is it? No probizzle, my fizzle. Yeah. <laughs> I've been laughing to myself back here, so just want to chime in with that. No probizzle, my fizzle. Man, no, like Snoop's got no worries. I got no worries. And right now, it is a landslide. 92% of you say, no, I'm not worried at all about Wisconsin's early, I would say, I don't want to say strikeouts, early struggles, slogs with recruiting the state yeah. of Wisconsin. 2025, I'll start looking at it more. Wisconsin has turned out a lot of great players. Braylon Allen is one of them. There's mm-hmm. a lot of really good players in the state of Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. But if you are trying to make the best, mm-hmm. if you're trying to be a chef and you're making the best ingredients, you want to have stuff obviously locally sourced. It's efficient mm-hmm. to get, and it is often better than what you can get other places. But every once in a while, you need sure. to get a, a steak shipped in from Texas yeah. or, or whatever it is, or mm-hmm. you want some ribs shipped in from St. Louis. Like Every once in a while, certain places are known for certain things. Yeah. And the other important part is, and this is where I think Luke Fickle is doing a great job, and this is where I think some of the Tom Oates concerns fall flat, is that these coaches, mm-hmm. Longo uh, and all of them, have connections in the areas they were. Like, that, mm-hmm. like that's the part we're missing. Yes. That Fickle had connections in Ohio, mm-hmm. and Longo out east, and other guys out east, and in the south, and in Texas, because that's where they were. Yes. So what does that tell you? Intrinsically, it tells you these guys know how to establish relationships where they are, mm-hmm. and they will establish relationships where they are. Uh, Tom Oates had this last thing. This is what I wanted to hear. Fickle can't lose sight of the value of in-state recruiting, and I think it is wildly uh, jumping the gun to say that Fickle has. Yeah, yeah. I think if Luke Fickle can upgrade the out-of-state recruiting, it would be great, but I don't think Wisconsin can ever lose sight of the fact that over the last 30 years, and even prior to that, when this program was really good in the early 50s and early 60s, 50s and 60s. that it's the backbone of this program has always been Wisconsin players. And I don't just mean their football. Oh, come on, man. I mean the, the work ethic and the loyalty and the, and the leadership and, the, and the, the caring that they bring to this program creates the culture. And it's been a culture that's worked. Are you, okay, all right. I'm about to say, hey, hey, this is this is ridiculous. First of all, upgrade the out of state recruiting. Honestly, if you went, if I went year from year from just my time here, and the best player on our team outside of one year, outside of our t- 2016 year where T.J. Watt was the best player on our team, the best player on the team was an out of state guy. It was an out of state guy. The 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 greatest Badger of all time, the. Play, one player that we put on the highest pedestal is an out-of-state guy. 
He is an out-of-state guy. Well, I think it's kind of And dope. the other person people chime in because we're not having that discussion is Jonathan Taylor. Jonathan Taylor! Also out-of-state. <laughs> All right. And this is the other thing. Listen here, bro. I love, I love being a Wisconsin Badger. I love the University of Wisconsin. I'm going to be a Badger till the day I die, bro. And even after that. For you to talk about the care of a program, you think somebody cares less about a program because of where they're from? Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? So you think that these guys, <laughs> you think that these guys that are from Wisconsin, that go somewhere else, care more about Wisconsin than where they go? You think I care more about UT, my 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 parents' uh, alma mater? <laughs> I hate them. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> Can we not reference an era where Chris and I might not have been allowed to go to the same bro, high school? Because in 1954, that's when the Board of Education... <laughs> Supreme Court case that outlawed regula- segregation of schools in 1954. So Tom Olch is referencing an era where Chris and I could go to the same high school together. So thankfully, things have changed. I just want to reference an era that is post-school segregation. This is Roger and Hamilton presented by Coors Light. You're listening to Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. Miss any of the show? Find full show podcasts free on Wisconsin On Demand and wherever you get your podcasts. Don't get stressed, it's gonna get figured out. Hold deep conversation that the waffle strong father and You don't have to be from Wisconsin to be a Wisconsin football player or recruit, in my opinion, to fit what it means to be a Badger. And, and Paul Chris had this, and I'm sure Luke Fickle probably has his own version of it. I'm sure Brett Bielema had as well. And same with Barry Alvarez. Barry Alvarez's term was always don't flinch. Paul mm. Chris said smart, tough, dependable. Yeah. But you you don't have to be from the state of Wisconsin to be those things. No. No. Not, not Jim Rutledge, Chris Orr with you. Not at all. And that was a horrible take, by the way. Saying that, first of all... Well, let's- Let's hear the take again. Yeah, let's then. hear, it Let, again. Let's hear it from Tom Oates again uh, as we reference the take. And he was on with Wilde and Tausch earlier today. And I'm not trying to pick on Tom, but we do have his takes. We do disagree with it. While we queue up Tom, Relich is an idiot guy chimes in. I don't mind one bit that we're recruiting outside of the state. It makes me happy that good players, wherever they may be from, want to play here. Some of these southern states live and breathe high school football. Their facilities rival any in the nation. Plus, it could be a per capita problem as well. Look, Texas is the size of like the Midwest. Yeah. I was in, so I lived in Florida for nearly 10 years. I was near uh, Boca, Fort Lauderdale area. I, I wrote for the Sun Sentinel when I was in, mm-hmm. when I was in college. The, the high school in Boca that Des Southward went to looks like Whitewater. Yeah. And he's probably better than Stevens Point. I just want to take a shot at Stevens hey. Point. <laughs> <laughs> You're probably not wrong, though. But the, the facility, high school field. Yeah, the facilities are amazing. Some of the, look, I'll be honest. The, the basketball courts at some of these high schools are better than what FAU has, yeah. currently still has. Yeah. So they are. there's dollars invested into mm-hmm. these kids down there, and it matters. Again, this is Rutledge and Hamilton presented by Coors Light. Let's hear Tom Oates. Yeah, I think if Luke Fickle can upgrade the out-of-state recruiting, it would be great. But I don't think Wisconsin can ever lose sight of the fact that over the last 30 years, and even prior to that, when this program was really good and the early 50s and early 60s, that it's the backbone of this program has always been Wisconsin players. And I don't just mean their football ability. I mean the, the work ethic and the loyalty and the, and the leadership and, the, and the, the caring that they bring to this program creates the culture. And it's been a culture that's worked. Hey, Tom, I live out here because I love my badges, man. I can't even tell you. I can't. I don't even remember the last time I was in Texas. All right. To piggyback off of that, though, in the 50s and 60s, we were getting destroyed by Minnesota. What are you talking about? Yeah, that's where their national titles are from. Yeah. And I know that, you know, Pat Richter had some success. He lost in the Rose Bowl. But Pat Richter is was a long time ago the athletic director, let alone Man. Pat Richter, the football player, right. an all-time great. But right. We call him the the uh, the godfather of basically the modern Badger football. Mm-hmm. Like he's the one that did all this. I know we call mm-hmm. Barry Alvarez the Don, the Don, which is kind of the godfather. But 
Pat Richter is then he's the father. He's the yeah. the son and the Holy Ghost of whatever. <laughs> this, he's all those things for Badger football right now. <laughs> but that was still a long time yeah. ago. And then you yeah. have Barry coming in, and now Max the next one. You mm-hmm. know what happens over time? And I really hope that I can try to stay with this. Things change. Yeah. That. And I'm already sounding old when I reference Barry Alvarez because as a coach, because he hasn't coached in a long time. Yeah, yeah. And now it's going to be the same thing when Mac takes over as a or he is over uh, taking over the AD. Mm-hmm. Barry Alvarez, y- year over year, yeah. doesn't become less relevant in the fact that like he still maintains the the lore of mm-hmm. what happened here and has a place in history. Yes. But to the current day program. It's less and less of a relevancy, but never mind that. Luke Fickle is still turning back and asking Barry, rightfully so. So is McIntosh. So they're using yes. their resources. And I'm sure that uh, Pat Richter, who last I checked, was still working out at the facilities when he got a chance to, yes. is giving influence if they ask him. Yes. So they still lean on these people, but they also understand that football is changing. I want to point this out. And stars are not everything. I do a show at Tarek Sal and Derek Engler forever, and they would beat into my head, stars aren't everything. Mm-hmm. And I agree. I agree with that. But it is, here's what I've come to, for fan purposes, it's some sort of baseline. Mm-hmm. And the biggest thing I've gathered from stars is that usually the higher the rank, the more likely maybe you are to have like an instant impact. Or, and also, to your point, less projection. Yeah. Because, Chris, I mean, just like to the NFL, you're not a prototypical size, even mm-hmm. for college football, and so then that mm-hmm. knocks you down a star. Yes. doesn't mean you can't play. Chris Borland yes. was not a prototypical. So, yes. yes, you have to take all those things into it. Mm-hmm. So, you know, Badgers 24-7 might have you as a three-star guy. The Badgers might have you as a four-star guy. Because they say, this guy knows how to play football, and his body will hold up, and the size won't matter. But that's what they... They get to do more research than these recruiting services do. So I do think it just provides a little bit of uh, context to it. So I guarantee you everyone at Penn State is freaking out that Kevin Haywood, an offensive tackle from Pennsylvania, a four-star guy... Uh, number four p- recruiting at state, number 22 at the position, mm. is coming to Wisconsin. Mm. Illinois, the sixth-ranked player in the state of, Wis- of Illinois and the eighth-ranked player in the state of Illinois are coming to Wisconsin. And Darian mm. Dupree, the running back, which is the breaking news from today, mm. and, and Grant Steck, the tight end, who's the 13th-ranked tight end in all of, all of recruiting mm. next year, from Illinois coming to Wisconsin. So oh, I guarantee you... Man. Grant Illin- Steck, dude, we had him on Prep Mania a couple months yeah. back. Guy is personality. He is deter. He reminds. He's a tight end, but he's got linebacker mentality, like our guy Chris. No, nah, nah. he, he no, tight end has that. No oh. tight end has that. He's a Badger. Show some respect. No, nah. tight end is still a tight end. No, no, no. But another thing I'll say about the stars is like, if I'm being completely honest, on paper, this this past season, this was the best Wisconsin football team. If you went by stars. These are the most four stars, five stars that we've ever had. One of the worst teams, going back to that 2017 class, they were the best. They were the best. Like, I don't, I don't, even though, like, we didn't win the Big Ten championship, I get that. We were the only school to do, we, you set a record. Like, you did that. You were the only, and still the only. But, the, I'm still messed up about this culture thing because, Culture is not a thing that you don't create a culture just from where you're from or something like that. It doesn't work like that. Nick Nick Saban isn't from Alabama. He's from West Virginia, and he created a culture at the University of Alabama. He created a culture at LSU. That's not how culture works. Culture follows your leader. Who is your leader? And the leader of a football program is your head football coach. So whatever Coach Fickle's culture is, all he has to do is build on the culture that's already set at Wisconsin. The Wisconsin culture is a it's a culture that everybody wants. Everybody wants that. You're a selfless player. You do everything right. You're a high-character individual. You play with high energy. You play with high effort. You play with physicality. That's the Wisconsin culture, if, if, if I'm being honest. And you don't just have that just because you're from Wisconsin. <laughs> right. And just because you're from Wisconsin? You think you're a hard worker? Are you kidding me? Right. <laughs> I do, yes. <laughs> but it's how we want to. It's how we want to identify ourselves. But just, I want to just talk about the other recruits here. But why are people freaking out? And so the stars part. The only reason I bring it up is people are freaking out about these kids leaving the state of Wisconsin because they have the stars. So if you're mad that those stars are leaving, understand that these stars are coming in. Yeah. And 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 so if you care about stars, yeah. Which I agree with you. Yeah. You have to recruit the right player. Yes. But then also, and we could talk about this. 
piling onto those recruits. I've heard players mm-hmm. say on this team that I didn't realize subconsciously I didn't feel like I was being pushed because there weren't players who maybe were on my level behind me, whether they weren't working as hard mm-hmm. or whatever, that culture part of it, mm-hmm. that felt like I had to bust my ass to be better because mm-hmm. this guy was going to take my job. Exactly. And so that's what I've heard. So if you want to be excited, which you should be about Luke Fickle, the early feedback is everyone's fighting for their job. Yes. Because they feel like new coach, mm-hmm. bringing in a bunch of players, I got to bust my butt if I want to keep my job. Mm-hmm. But So I guarantee you the state of Illinois is freaking out about yes. losing two of the top ten players in their state to Wisconsin. For sure. The number one kid in the state of Minnesota coming to Wisconsin. We talked earlier, the number four kid in the state of uh, Pennsylvania coming to Wisconsin, the number mm-hmm. nine kid in the state of Pennsylvania coming to Wisconsin, and the cornerback that everyone you know did yes. the jump around thing. Your favorite state, Texas. Mm. Uh, um, what's what's his name? The quarterback, Ma- Mabry Matoyer. Yeah. Matoyer. I just didn't know how to say his last My name. Yeah. Matoyer. He's one of the top quarterbacks in the country he's as well. From the Woodlands. Sure. From the, woodlands. the Woodlands. How, well, how do you feel about the Woodlands? The Woodlands. Yeah. I would have spanked them. <laughs> you what? Yeah, the Soto U man. You know about the Soto U man. I do know. Home. I only know because of you. The house, yes, the house Von Miller built, man. Wait, really? Yeah. You went to the same high school as Von Miller. Yes. How Where many, have ta- how many <laughs> times have you told me that, you think? I, I think You've I told, told me you that, that a lot. many I times. I told you that a lot. Yeah, you probably This is, this is the other thing about stars, though. Usually when you have a lot of stars, it just means that when you're 16, you're 6'4". Yep. That's, exactly. That's, <laughs> that's, that's, that's the thing. That's usually what it means. Like, if, if I'm being completely honest, you hit a good growth spurt. Now they think that that'll translate because typically if you're bigger, like, like you said before, your body can hold up, you have a bigger frame. We can put some weight on you. It's a prototypical. Yes. It's saying, all right, yes. this guy checks the box. Yes, exactly. And not mean you're a good football player. Right, and the coaching staffs aren't going to go out there pounding the pavement trying to get you a higher star because yes. they want to get you because yes. some other dumb school is going to yes. overlook you. Yes. Like, man, I was in Miami. Yes. They had the best recruiting classes over and over again. And yes. I can't tell you about the hilarious conversations that I would have with Michael Irvin being like, <laughs> this guy's our quarterback. He was a five star kid. <laughs> like, on the sidelines, looking to me, being like, what is going on out here? Like, uh, so, it, look, it was a problem. You can't just recruit stars. Yes. Absolutely. Uh, I want to give a shout out to Carbon World Health. I was there earlier today. I got a workout in, did the cryo, and uh, did my weigh in because I take some of my glutide uh, because it burns uh, fat, not muscle. It has helped me reach the weight loss gains I'm looking for. You obviously need to work out. You need to have a good diet. But if you do all these things, you can get the weight loss gains you're looking for. I'm at 200 pounds, and my body fat now, fellas, has dropped to 8.7%. Woo! Which that actually, like 10% was good, 8.7% I feel really good about. So, you had 8% like, body fat? 8.7% body Ooh. fat. I just measured today in the in-body. So Damn like Jimmy. I'm feeling good. Good skeletal mass. And you can get those same results over at Carbon World Health because I'm an old non-athlete. I'm a 43-year-old guy. And I go to Carbonwell House. So does Tarek Sala, who's coming up next. He loves their cryo and the red light therapy. This is Rutledge and Hamilton presented by Coors Light. You're listening to Rutledge and Hamilton presented by Coors Light. The mountains are blue and we can prove it. Follow the show on Twitter at Jim and Matt. Legend Hamilton continues live from the Everlight Solar Studio. We're presented by Coors Light. Alex, if the mountains are blue, you know what to do. And that is crush a Coors Light like I've done several times with our upcoming guest. Tark Sala, the all-time leader in sacks in UW history, is going to join the show. And before we get, though, to Tom Oates, I want to hear this. Because when I told Chris Orr, who is a great linebacker himself, uh, the first thing he said that when Tarek Sala was joining the show, what did you have to say, Chris? His he so there's a All American. If you get a if you earn All American honors, they put your picture up in the meeting room. So his picture in the meeting room, he looks like a he looks psychotic. He looks <laughs> he looks like he was out there, no mouthpiece, biting people under the pile. He looks exactly like that. We literally used to talk about man. Think about how he used to play. He probably used to like grab people's kneecaps and try to pull them off or something like that. <laughs> yeah, man. You had to throw the kitchen sink. Man. I, was, I was the biggest guy, so I had to be. I had to try to be the toughest. So. I, 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 feel, I feel you, man. I was in the same boat. I was, just, I was in there. I'm punching the esophagus. I'm doing everything. I'm punch, uppercutting the sternum. <laughs> That's right. We built a culture, and we we keep we're gonna keep it going. So. Oh yeah. And it, we're going to talk about that culture in a minute, but Tom Oates, who 
Chris didn't know who Tom is, and I just explained that Tom basically is the version for Chris, Jim Polzine for the Wisconsin mm-hmm. State Journal. Tom Oltz was doing that for before him. So Tom Oltz has been covering the Badgers and has been a columnist for the Wisconsin State Journal for a long time, but he's also been retired for a good chunk of change here as well. He joined Wildey and Tausch, and he's getting worried about the Badgers, basically this recruiting class, the 2024 class that they got into late. They haven't had a lot of success for in-state kids, and here's what Tom had to say about it. To disregard the, the kind of talent that this state produces, although not in large numbers, is, is just a, historically is a horrible mistake. Uh, and I need say no more two words than Don Morton. And, well, when I mentioned Don Morton to Chris Orr, he had no idea who that was. <laughs> but, Tarek, yeah. I think I, I want to get your thoughts on this because you and your good friend and co-host Derek Engler both legendary Badgers from out of state. I'm sitting next to one in Chris Orr, out of state, two of the greatest Badgers of all time, Ron Dane and Jonathan Taylor from New Jersey. Mm. So there definitely is an aspect of owning your backyard, but do you think this is a little bit of a chicken little freaking out about a clat that a, about a staff that probably really does care about their recruiting the state of Wisconsin but also understands they, get, they got in super late? Yeah, so I, I, I like Tom Oates. Uh, I consider him a friend. We get, uh, when I get together with him, or I see him in, uh, somewhere. I, I, I enjoy the conversation. He's Absolutely. an informed football, informed football guy. So I, I, I get it. And you know, everyone has a take, which is great. And this is why we, we love talking about it. But I, you know, I've got to visit with the staff a little bit. I got to visit with some high school coaches in the state, and they say that this staff is highly organized, highly. Uh, motivated, and they are out there. Uh, they are they they ran through the state with some of their initial coaches and staff. They sat down at length with these coaches. They, the state of Wisconsin is a priority for them, and it is is definitely not going to be neglected. If it is, yeah, maybe, yeah, you could have a problem, right? Because you need to secure your in-state uh, athletes, specifically our offensive line, which often comes from. You know all the big guys in the state, and uh, you know you got you got to close those guys. But I I, I think that um, I think they're on it, and I think they're they're positioned well to to capitalize on it. Tark, I got I got a question for you, man. He so Tom brought up something about the culture at uh, Wisconsin and the culture of the '50s and '60s, and that guys from Wisconsin are the backbone of the culture because if you're from Wisconsin, you work hard and do all the little things right, which is the Wisconsin culture. You know, being a high-character guy, high-energy, disciplined, physical, all, all of the good traits that you want. And I was I was telling everybody that where you're from doesn't determine the culture of a program. Like, your your leader determines that culture. Your head coach determines that culture. All Coach Fickle has to do is keep building on top of the culture that's already set here at Wisconsin. The The Wisconsin culture is a culture that everybody tries to build everywhere else and I guess my question for you is what's your opinion on how to build a how to build culture for a football program and where does it come from well I you know I think it comes from leadership right and it comes in all sorts of forms right from different parts of the country and I do agree with you on that I think that Tom might agree with you and maybe he got his words crossed up a little bit and it got misinterpreted but you know there's definitely yeah, there's there's a ton of guys from out of state who contributed mm-hmm. to that culture, and and there's a lot of guys in state. A lot of times, you know, you you don't, you only have so many scholarships, right? So you yes. have to go to those those walk-ons, and those the, a lot of walk-ons have filled those roles and helped contribute to that culture. But man, we we all come from different walks of life, and that's the greatest thing about football, in particular or sports in general, is that we all come together from different parts, and then we 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 help contribute to that culture and. And, uh, you know, going back to, to, you know, Coach Alvarez, I know there were guys before us, you know, before before the, the 90s, but um, definitely I think Wisconsin uh, got the benefit of a lot of different people from different parts of the country. So I do agree with you. For sure, for sure. I love that you mentioned the walk-ons. I think the biggest thing that, especially like to me, coming from, coming from Texas and, you know, you hear about these other programs with walk-ons is that I think – the biggest thing was the respect of the walk-ons here at the University of Wisconsin. Like, when you walked in day one, you had no idea it was a walk-on or not. 
Like it's not like any people were separated or anything like that. It was basically like we're just a whole bunch of guys and we're all trying to find a spot. We're all trying to find our role within this program and enhance it. And I think as long as that stays alive, the culture will never die. Yeah, 100%. We got to keep on uh, you know, recruiting those kids. Um, I think it's been even more competitive now at that at that level than it, than it's ever have been mm-hmm. because there's only so many spots on the roster, right? Yep. So that only so many scholarships, and then you have those whatever thirty spots or forty kids that are walk-ons, and I know that it means a lot to this staff, and it meant a lot to the last staff, and so um, you know it's exciting that we, we we continue to nurture that. It's it, it's going to definitely continue to help success of the program. And Tark, the last thing here is that when you're talking about recruiting, I think a lot of people are missing and maybe just getting a little bit too worried going to eras that maybe didn't work out. Dickel does not seem like a guy who's chasing stars, and I think that's very important. But the other part of it is, look, he got the number one kid out of Minnesota to Wisconsin. He's got two of the top ten kids from Pennsylvania coming to Wisconsin, two of the top ten kids from Illinois coming to Wisconsin for the 2024 class. So it is also important, yes, the Badgers got poached this year, but we shouldn't look past that they poached some of the top kids from neighboring states or Big Ten states, and that, that matters. Yeah, no question. And you know what? It, and, and I know stars are getting a little bit more uh, educated, if you would, because of the data, the film, and all these different things. But a coach definitely uh, has, to, has to understand their identity, like mm-hmm. who we are. And then what what fits his his identity and and the Badger identity? But I don't think I think coaches knows the Badger culture well, and he wants to continue to nurture that, as I said before. And and he's gonna he's got to pick his kind of guys that fit his system, and then we'll be judged by the success of the program. So you got to give him a chance to get going and let him do his thing. He's doing great. He's running. He's he's doing. He's bringing us into the new the next generation. And so you got to let the guy do the job, and he's off to a great start. And then you know we got to kick the ball off and do it on the field. Talk, talk. That's perfect. We wanted your perspective because obviously you uh, played and had a lot of success in the air that Tom Oates is talking about, and there's definitely value to that. But I do think that as you're competing for national championships now, and the name and likeness and all that has changed in football, there has to be just a focus on getting the best players and fitting the culture, not necessarily. Uh, prioritizing the state. I mean, it's it'd be dumb not to prioritize state, but we don't need to freak out because the first recruiting class that yeah. Luke Fickle got in on, he didn't get all the players he wanted. Yeah, and and like I said, I know specifically from coaches from the, from Dane County and up in up in Green Bay and uh, everywhere in between. These guys have been out there; they're getting to know that those coaches, and they are hot on the trail in, in Wisconsin and and then for the rest of the, the country too. So, I'm I'm excited. Thanks, Tark. All right, guys. Chris, thank you. Appreciate right, you, Tark. Thank you, too. All right. All right. Tark's all, all-time leader in sacks, UW history, All-American, should be a Badger Hall of Famer. Yeah. I, I don't – it's got to happen at some point. I really don't know yeah, does. what is going yeah, on. It's got to happen. He's becoming the Susan Sarandon of the Badger Athletic Hall of Fame. <laughs> <laughs> like, he needs to just finally – she was always nominated for daytime Emmys and never won. And she was in it for, like, forever, like one of the greatest of all time mm. doing it and finally got one, but, like – what are we doing here? Like yeah. He's the Martin Scorsese. Like, just put him in. Like, we're just taking too long. Yeah. So get Tark into the Badger Athletic Hall of Fame. This is Roger Hamilton presented by Coors Light.